right, everyone. Welcome to Morning Journal session number 221. I'm your host, G. We do Morning Journal every Monday through Friday at 6 a.m. Eastern Time. And if you're joining us live on YouTube or Twitch or Twitter or any of the number of places that we are, you're like, well, you know, you're late. But we're not late. We actually start in the VIP section. Um, and you can see the VIP on your screen. And if you're listening on Spotify or Apple Podcasts or any other platforms where we are, you'll hear me having a conversation with the folks who are in here about the prompts that we're going to be sharing. So if that's an experience that you want to have for yourself, you can find the links in your show notes or in the description for this session. And you can join us here and catch the first part and the bonus content that's available exclusively in the VIP. So, again, it's Monday through Friday, 6 a.m. Eastern Time. And if you are listening into this replay, I would love it if you would subscribe. If you like it, I mean, if this is not your first time here and you came back for more, go ahead on and leave us a rating or a review. It really helps us get discovered. So, yeah. Right now, we're going to be uh, talking about, there's a prompt up on screen and we're going to get into that. And I guess I will say to start every so often, you know, it's something that comes up for me, you know, there's a feeling, it's like a feeling in my body. <laughs> um, that feeling that you, I'm in danger somehow. Sometimes it comes in the middle of the night, other times right before I go live on here. Um, I feel anxious. I worry that things aren't going to, you know, going to work out. I feel like things are going to fall apart on me. And I imagine all the catastrophes that might follow that failure despite all the evidence that things are actually are probably going to be okay. Even when we can rationally recognize that things might be okay, we don't feel okay. So in this session, we're going to be exploring this feeling of not being okay and talking about the different ways that we respond to that feeling and also ways that we can make a compelling case for the likelihood that we can, in fact, be better than okay. So... That's where the prompt, that's where we are going. The question, where, when you are feeling anxious, what do you notice in your body? So, Chino says, I get the shakes. That's about it. So, when Chino's anxious, he's shaking. She knows like I'm literally shaking right now literally shaking right now all right Marisol says I shake like a chihuahua <laughs> chihuahuas are skittish little things aren't they shake like a leaf shake like a chihuahua So J-Man says, it's the pit in my stomach and a sense of worthlessness. You notice a sense of worthlessness. How does that feel in your body? It's, it's hard. It's, it's amazing how we get there. We can get there so quickly. So 
noble ancient says my senses heighten i get adrenaline rushes i am hyper alert i get time oriented i am not myself so just on the lookout it's hyper vigilance thank you so much for the likes folks keep them coming it helps us get seen and noticed i really appreciate it so noble says it's not me i'm time oriented that's not how i get down Alexis says, the first thing I notice is the ticks, shaking my legs, tapping my fingers against something just to get um, binaural feedback. Then my heart and thoughts race. After that, it's a full-on panic attack. So it's a series of escalating sensations. Noble Ancient says, anxiousness equals strategic mode. Mersog is cold. Mango Rosso, welcome in. Thank you for joining us this morning. We're talking about the feeling in your body that you notice when you are anxious. So for Miss, it is chest tightness, difficulty breathing, pending feel of doom, lightheadedness, and I get really thirsty, which sucks because I can't breathe. So it's like you're drowning. If you drink something, you'll drown and you're thirsty. That's overwhelming. shoulders tense, your butterflies in your stomach. Hmm. Rosso Mesquit, thanks so much for keeping those likes coming. So yeah, we're talking about physical sensations. And I think that You know, anxiety, it can show up without you really knowing why sometimes. So I get a little dizzy, but not the point where I faint. It's like a dizziness that isn't noticeable. It's felt. I also get really thirsty. You sweat a lot. So these are things that are happening to your body or in your body when you're feeling that way. So I guess the frustrating thing is it can show up without you really knowing why. Uh, sometimes there might be something, an event 
on your horizon or something in your immediate environment that's apparent, that's an apparent trigger to it. Other times, the anxious feelings just seem to come out, come out of nowhere. But I think at the core of it, in many cases, it is uncertainty that kind of sits at the core. But I think that it's important to note as well that these are physical sensations. And a lot of times they are not sensations that are unique to anxiety, right? Um, there are other circumstances where your body experiences the same thing, whether it's just uh, something that's just a little uncomfortable to something that's terrifying. A lot of times those sensations, um, the way they impact us is heavily dependent on the story that we have, uh, the story that we've attached to that sensation. So let's take a look here. I like the fact that my music has stopped, which is cool. <laughs> so we're going to keep in. Let's take a look at the uh, the possibility that we're going to be operating in silence right now. How's that? All right. So. So we're talking about this story. So I want if y'all are ready to go to the next prompt, which I imagine you probably are. We probably had enough kind of bringing this up. But there's a reason why we there's a reason why we kind of had this prompt sort of in the queue. And I know it seems like we're going from bad to worse, but let's uh, let's go to the next one. So go ahead and drop some green hearts in the chat and say hello to Retha, who is over on Facebook, listening in. So one of the, one of the ways that we respond to being anxious that, you know, I, I think it's kind of a... Why is there cheese in the chat? I'm curious. Um, one of the things that we do when we are anxious is maybe we worry. It's like, um, that's a response that sometimes we have. So I think that doing that, I feel like, you know, we feel that, that sensation so we have this thing that's happening in our body and then we respond with the mental activity of worrying. And I think in a way, worrying is our attempt to maybe untangle some of that uncertainty. And we out here trying to, um, yeah, we're trying to predict the future a little bit when we start to worry. But by definition, I think when you say the word worry, the future that you are imagining it's not necessarily a positive one. It's a possible one, but you know, it's not necessarily a positive one else you wouldn't call it worrying. So, but I, I will say this, worrying is not bad just in and of itself. What really matters is kind of what you do next. Sometimes you can get caught in a loop where you worry and the imagined future feels like something that you can't face and that deepens your anxious feelings. So you worry some more, and then so it goes. 
So I think if the worries just kind of stay in your head, um, it's hard to get out of that loop. It's hard to get out of that cycle if the worries are just in your head and you're just ruminating, turning these thoughts over. But sometimes if you worry on paper, that's something like planning. If you can get your worries out of your head and you start worrying on paper, then, you know, it might not be a perfect plan, but it can be something that you can see outside of yourself and can give you actual things that you can do and get real world, um, real world feedback on what might be an alternative for you, a different way to think about things, a different way to see things. So you can't necessarily read the label when you're inside the jar, you know? You don't know what's in there if you're stuck in there with it. So worrying on paper lets you get outside the jar and read the label and actually see what's there. And then that might be a more effective way of kind of engaging with it. But let's talk about what are some of the things that you worry about? And I guess we can think about it in terms of if I'm worrying about it, is it something that I can actually do something about? So Noble Ancient says, I worry that what I know is inaccurate and no one will believe me that I know what I talk about. I do research and keep my information as accurate as I can to negate that worry. So you're like, am I crazy? Am I, am I crazy? Am I wrong here? So you want to make sure if you're saying something that you are confident that you are being correct and accurate because you're always afraid of being wrong and not being trusted in the information that you're sharing. says that I worry about surgery. I bled out the last time. So that's legitimate. You said you're not scared, just worried. So yeah, anytime you have to face a situation where it didn't go well before, it's natural to be to have some concerns about it not going well the next time. And you have a lot of things that you need to weigh weighing the risks. And then seeing what you can do in collaboration with your care providers to alleviate that risk, communicating what happened, trying to find a solution. So Alexa says, I worry that I am not enough, good enough, brave enough, pretty enough, thin enough, healthy enough. Insert descriptive words here, enough. I just worry that I am not up to what people expect.
a tough one for sure. Pixie Dust is here. Welcome in. Let us know what you what you worry about. What do you worry about most often? So I guess there are a lot of ways to kind of challenge the sort of this general feeling of not enough. But it's something that'll keep keep coming back. So someone over on Twitch says, hey, you on Spoon? Yeah, I am. <laughs> Rude Boys R Us 97 says, are you on Spoon? I am on Spoon. That's what you see on your screen is the live chat happening right now on Spoon. So if you are, if you're on Spoon, since you know what it is, you can come on up, come on over in here and hang out with us. It's cool. <laughs> or feel free to respond to the prompt where you sit I can still see your comments and we'll share it with everyone all right everybody tree is here welcome in tree it's good to see you this morning all right so we're talking about some things that we are that we worry about Miss says, I worry that I'll lose my faculties sooner than later and won't control, I won't have control over my life anymore. Hmm. Feels like a, a ticking clock. So there's a lot of, yeah, that can really be a difficult thing to face, right? It's a ticking clock. It makes you live your life with a lot of urgency, I think, when you do that. So, anonymous, someone anonymous shares that I worry that one of us will get hurt. I worry that one of us will get hurt. So Root Boys, uh, uh, Root Boy Russ says, hey, I, I was on Spoon a couple months ago in your lobby, crazy, I found you here on Twitch. Hey, we out here, baby. <laughs> I'm glad that you found us. I guess if you're up at this hour, you can catch me live for sure. All right. I think worrying that, back to the response that came up in the box, worrying that one of us will get hurt, I think that makes you um, mindful in a relationship. If you are like, if you have that concerns, like, let me handle this situation with like mindfulness and care because like I said worry is not an inherently bad thing it's like what you do with it you know what what do you do with that worry Pixie says I worry that my growth will be too slow 
too slow? Whose timetable are you on? I guess is the question. What does it mean for it to be too slow? So someone anonymously shares that I worry that I might take for granted the one person who sees me as I am for the first time in my life. Hmm. Worry that you might not fully appreciate. of a checkered history in relationships a lot of times we are worried that we're going to repeat mistakes that we've made before Mez says I worry that I am enough I worry that I am enough because if you are enough then what is your excuse <laughs> right you are enough and you know that you are enough then what's your excuse all right so chino says i worry that i won't find my mate be reduced to being a fukwa. Chino doesn't want to be reduced to being just a fukwa. Tree, thank you so much for the spoons. We love it. We love it. So Pixie Dust is going to hang out here and recharge a little bit. That's cool. J-Man says, I worry that people in my life, the people I meet in life, only want to take advantage of my good heart. Hey, Tree, thank you so much. I appreciate it. It's like, y'all just want to take advantage of my good heart. Tree says, I'm worried that I'll burn out too fast and then give up. I'm worried that I'll, I'll burn out too fast and give up. Sometimes the things that we worry about are rooted in our experience, right? And I was having a conversation with someone earlier, and I was saying, sometimes we are operating and judging the world based on our memory rather than our imagination. So if you are viewing things through the lens of your memory rather than through the lens of your imagination, then you are creating a situation 
that is setting you up to be only as big as you've been, only as good as you've been. But, you know, you have the ability to live through the lens of imagination and then you don't have to be held hostage to your past in that way. So, Daddy Jokey says that life is not always what I what it should be. Sometimes it may be hard when you think it should be easy or easy when you expect a challenge. So you don't know what to expect. So because of that uncertainty, it causes you to worry. It makes you feel a little anxious. Like, what am I supposed to do? Thank you so much. Raining hearts now. It's beautiful. Hey, thank you for the likes. Love it. Love it. I think we solid right now. We up at the top. Right where we need to be. I appreciate all the support for sure. So... I've been doing okay. I'm, I, you know, I'm doing pretty well. Ooh, we got some, what are these macaroons coming in the chat? What are we doing this morning? Love it. Tasty treats for everyone. Thank you so much, Trick. I appreciate it. Yeah, yum, yum. Say, I told you I'd be back. Purple game for life. I hear you. having you here okay so I think it's time now to kind of turn this thing around you know um, because like I said we are when we worry we're trying to kind of deal with the uncertainty the best way we know how you know um, but again we're trying to predict the future and we are notoriously bad at predicting the future because the possibilities that are available to us are many. And uh, when we're in the midst of our worries, we can't see very much. Our, our uh, vision is limited. So let's get ready to go to the next prompt and let's talk about, let's talk about this. So 96, let me update our totals when we change the prompt here. Okay, so now we're going to kind of start making the case. Flo the Poet is here. Thank you for joining us. We're going to start making the case for the possibility of being okay. Uh, I, I wanted to take a second too, as we changed prompt, I, prompts, I updated our goals. So we got 96 out of our goal of 150 spoons for the stream. Thank you so much, Tree, for dropping that support. So let's, let me open up the request box. I want you to reflect. Maybe three years is not long enough ago for you to, for you to do it. 
if you need to go back, say, five years ago. But think about a span of time where new possibilities have opened up for you that you would not have expected. Rebecca is here. Yeah, true. We got to go out um, at the after this prompt. I'll kind of go into the details of what's going on with that. Um, so just kind of kick it with this and I'll let you know what's happening. So we are thinking about ways, new possibilities that are open. Now, some of those possibilities are open because of changes in the world that are around us. Um, but a lot of those possibilities are open because changes inside of us, ways that we have grown. And the whole point is, you know, to keep an eye open to possibility. So we worry and we attempted to predict the future. We're not good at that. The world changes. Our capacity changes through our experience and growth. And, you know, change is, ine is inevitable. Change is going to happen, but growth is optional. Just because things change and you change, it doesn't necessarily mean that you're going to grow because you have dignity, right? And your dignity as a person, as a human being, means that you get, you get to choose. You can choose to live at cause. Living at cause and choosing a challenge that will lead to your growth or you can let the challenges choose you and live at effect. So, you know, cause and effect is a thing. We can choose to live at cause or we can choose to live in effect, you know, not in every situation, but there has to be, or there probably is some areas where you can operate at cause. And by doing so, you know, the, the result is that you grow intentionally, even when things don't work out. The result of operating and living at cause is that you grow because you're learning something. You're getting you're developing wisdom. And yes, I guess you can draw some things, lessons from things that just happened to you. But maybe those lessons aren't the ones that you were seeking to learn. And those lessons might not necessarily be ones that are going to serve what you're creating in yourself, what you're making of yourself. So let's think about these possibilities. What's something that didn't seem possible three years ago, but is now? And Warrior is here, M-O-C-L, Knoxley. Thank you all for joining us. Let's examine these possibilities. The request box is open. Pixie says, thanks for the great time. I've moved forward. Well, I'm glad that you were able to move forward. That's really great news. And we're always here. I know that um, Pixie does also streams in the morning as well as in the evening. So definitely worth someone worth hanging out with and getting to know. Be cool in there. Don't go in there with no craziness. You know, Pixie just has a, a chill vibe, a, a PG vibe, so don't come in there talking crazy. But definitely uh, someone worth hanging out with, so I appreciate you. All right. Possibilities. 
so for M, the possibilities are for more freedom. More freedom is possible for me now than was three years ago, five years ago. Thank you so much for the like, Mo, Baby Pumpkin. Welcome in. You've joined a conversation about possibilities, expanded possibilities. So let's think about that. So what's possible for you now that wasn't possible three years ago? It seems possible for Daddy Jokey that happiness, motivation, meditation, and going with the flow. Happiness, meditation, and going with the flow. I used to be a depressed, closed-minded human being. Meditation and a few acid trips made me realize truths and simplicity. So you've had your mind expanded beyond its former limits, and now you have a, a different way of seeing things. There we go. Layers, thank you for joining us. All right. So J-Man says, a possibility that I didn't imagine was being single and unemployed, but still happy. I didn't, I couldn't imagine that I could be happy in this circumstance. I guess it just goes to show that your emotional state and your circumstances are disconnected phenomena. They are, one does not necessarily have to follow from another because you can feel anything in any situation. You have the same emotional capacity to experience things independent of what's going on around you. Just because something that happened or there's a situation that's not favorable that's shown up in your life, it doesn't dictate how you feel, <laughs> you know? There is, there is um, we have the full range of responses available for us. So we don't necessarily access it but it's, it seems to be true that that's the case because you can see people who for all, by all outward appearances, you know, have everything set up perfectly for them. And, you know, there's misery. And then you see folks who seem to have the world against them and there's joy. So somehow these things can exist independent of our external circumstances because I guess it's true that we're creating our reality like we're generating our reality from the inside out so so three years ago I didn't think it would it would I was possible to live without really close people in my life like my dad or my son but circumstances dictate that I must live without both Sometimes we have these things in our lives that we think that we can't live without until we are kind of forced to live without them and we come in contact with and develop an awareness of our resilience, how strong we are, how capable we are 
So for Noble, for me, new techniques and game ideas weren't easily possible three years ago. And Booty was still a prototype. <laughs> <coughs> Booty was a prototype. My game design skills were far less than. All right, J-Man is going to crash. Thank you so much for being here and for contributing your voice to the conversation. Always nice to have you. So, Miss, man, happiness. I've done so much work to get to this point of having so much joy in my life. When I decided I was worthy of joy, joy came abundantly. I'm so good right now. I'm so good right now. Yeah, that's beautiful. It's great. Um, knowing that joy is possible makes it a lot easier to live. Just knowing that it's possible, even if it's not showing up in your experience. Making space for that possibility can change your life. Tree, thank you so much for dropping those hearts down. Those neon hearts falling from the sky is beautiful. So we're talking about possibilities. So for Tree, raising my self-assurance bar. It's maybe 10% feel right now though, but that's more than three years ago. So gradually becoming more self-assured. Just opening that door and taking those little steps, making those actions and moves towards newer possibilities. Yeah, that's awesome. So we're gonna get ready to go into our next prompt. And while we're doing so, we'll kind of um, have our little sort of message from our sponsors as we set up the next prompt. I'll go ahead and set it up so you can start filling it in. So let's reset the request box. Y'all can start thinking about this question. If I really focused, I could blank. If I really focused, I could blank. All right. Okay, so here we are. This is Morning Journal Session 221. We do Morning Journal every Monday through Friday at 6 a.m. Eastern Time. And uh, usually, well, the VIP opens at 6. 
at 6 Eastern. And we join the rest of the platforms live at around 6.30. So if you have enjoyed listening to this and you want to join the conversation as it happens, make sure you stop through and check us out. If you think that VIP experience is right up your alley, go ahead on and uh, check the link in the description or in the show notes if you're listening on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. And come and check us out. We'd love to have you here. Uh, Also, let me say... If you haven't already done so, go ahead and subscribe to the Morning Journal newsletter. Um, If you think that it would be useful to you to have some of these prompts and some of these ideas delivered to your inbox for you to easily share with others and have conversations with other people or for you to just kind of privately reflect upon, go ahead and uh, subscribe to the newsletter and, you know, we'll, we'll drop some prompts on you, give you some things to think about that might help you have a little bit better day than you would have otherwise um yeah i'd love to see you there and finally uh if you're listening in the vip this is a promo specifically uh we are participating in the lucky charms promotional challenge here on spoon and uh, you might notice if you're around the platform a lot of streamers who are participating in that are you know say hey let's uh if, if if we win you know, we get some gift cards and stuff like that. And, and I'm going to be, just to be clear, I am less interested in the gift cards than I am in the promotion, the promotional potential um, of getting sort of higher visibility. Miss, thank you so much. I appreciate it. So if um, rather than you know, it's a month-long promotion, and it's like a thousand a week, a thousand spoons a week. And what that breaks down to, based on how how I stream, it's about 150 spoons a day. So, rather than like doing a whole bunch of stuff that isn't like normally what we do, uh, I just want to first give folks an opportunity to just kind of organically support. And as the month goes on, if we're not hitting the numbers, if, you know, we might have to add fuel. But it's a long, it's a long time to be asking y'all, you know? And we're here every day. And I don't want to make it be just about, hey yo, come up off them joints, yo. I'm not gonna make this a, a whole strong arm thing. Unless I have to. Cause I'm trying to uh, <laughs> cause I'm trying to win. But you know. I, you know, <laughs> so I think we have just crossed our threshold for today. I really appreciate that. As soon as I uh, try to update it, it looks like we get more. So we are at 160 today. Thank you so much. In the most beautiful way, 160 is where we are. Beautiful. Thank you so much. All right. So let's see what we got. If I really focused, I could. That is our conversation. Emo says, if I really focused, I could actually do my dishes. If I really focused, I could actually do my dishes. Yeah, maybe 
Noble can give you a, a quick tutorial. Maybe Noble, since we have the ability to show YouTube videos on here now, at least I do, maybe not every stream does, but I, I can show videos. Maybe Noble can do, make a video on YouTube and then, you know, share it in the stream and we can, uh, you know, <laughs> and we can learn. Noble Ancient says that if I really focused, really focused, I could easily complete a game prototype from brainstorm to activity complete, minus transformation, of course, but have a playable prototype. Okay. <laughs> if I really focused, I could complete a game prototype from start to finish. have something that's playable. So, Miss says, if I really focus, I can accomplish all of my goals with focus and discipline. It's going to require some focus and some discipline. M says, yeah, I can complete my goals if I focus. If I focus, I can complete my goals. NSG says, I can actually pass my classes. If I really focused, I could pass my classes. So what we're doing is we're noticing some possibilities for ourselves, right? Alexis says, if I focus, I can write more than a couple sentences in my novel. If I notice you know, I could make write more than a couple sentences if I really focus. So Zion is here. Miss says, y'all, can I just share how happy I am today? Oh, that's beautiful. I'm glad to see that you are happy today. Rebecca is back. We're talking about what is possible when we focus, I think that we can make the most of our abilities if we decide to focus. But, you know, maybe maximization is not your goal. Again, you have the dignity to choose, right? Nobody can force you and require you to maximize or do any of this. These are choices that you get to make. But I think as a thought experiment, just imagine what might be possible if you shed some of those distractions and some of those lower priorities and put your best effort and energy into the most important thing. Imagine that possibility. What might that look like? So Rebecca says, you know, if I really focus, I might be able to fly. <laughs> so Zion is spending, sending peace and love to everyone in the building today. Hey, if I really focus, I mean, one thing is probably certain is if you really focus, you could be fly. 
Rachel is here. Welcome in, Rachel. Good morning. Thank you for joining us. If I really focus, what is possible for you if you really focus? Thank you for the likes, Alexis. Rebecca says, well, I'm already fly, though. That's, that's easy work. Yeah, we have passed, we have surpassed the daily goal. <coughs> we have surpassed the daily goal for sure, and I appreciate it. So the way that the way the um, the way that the contest works is it resets every week. I think Wednesday is the last day. And then it starts over again on Thursday for some reason. <laughs> Rachel's like, are you good? I didn't like the sound of that cough. Yeah, I don't like the sound of it either. I got some tea in front of me. Thank you so much for the like. So we, we were talking about, by thinking about what's possible for us, when we really focus, we are acknowledging in a way that, you know, we have possibilities that aren't necessarily negative, that aren't necessarily the things that we worry might happen. Rebecca's like, he all right. <laughs> Don't worry about you. He high. <laughs> I'm over here dying. Bex just hit smack me on the back. Like, you good? <laughs> so yeah, thinking about what we are capable of when we really focus, it gives us a better outlook on what our possibilities are is an alternative to the worry. It's like, okay, I understand these are all, you know, things that are out there as potential, but these positive outcomes can carry just as much weight as the worry that I tend to engage in. Yeah, M.O., yours, yeah, we read yours about the dishes. Maybe you were doing the dishes while I said it, so you missed it. <laughs> I know, M.O. is in the process. M.O. listens in, in the process of getting ready to work. Um, and you can actually ride to work with M.O. most days right after the stream is over. So if you are on Spoon in the VIP that's a place where you can go and kind of hang out after I'm done here. All right. Are we ready to go to the next prompt? Go ahead and drop me a heart in the chat and we can get into this next one. And um, yeah, let's, let's see what we got here. 
So let's take a look in a really practical sense at the week that you have ahead. We recognize that we started talking about being anxious and sometimes it comes out of nowhere. Uh, sometimes there's something on the horizon that triggers it. Um, and a lot of times we respond to anxiety with worry. But the antidote to that worry sometimes is realizing or recognizing how poor of a job we do at predicting the future. And those outcomes that we imagine as possible don't have to become your reality. You have the ability to grow because when you look at what was possible for you before and what's possible for you now, you see a capacity for growth. And if you focus, you can move in the direction of that growth and live at cause rather than at effect. So now let's take a look at your week. Let's take a look at your week. How are your plans for this week aligned with your values and your unique abilities? So just kind of look at your calendar. It's like, I don't have no calendar. Imagine in your mind, <laughs> um, how much time do you have available to operate in what you would consider to be your zone of excellence? Engage in activities that are truly important to you. Is there time and space for that? Is that naturally a part of your day-to-day? -day? I think you have the, the potential to be the, at your best um, when you, and make your highest level of contribution even when you are in that zone. When you are aligned, it's easier to share those unhelpful narratives. A lot of that self-doubt and all of those things that pop up in your mind try to prevent you from taking the next step. Once you get in that zone, those stories just kind of fall into the background and you can just kind of be at peace with the actual task at hand. And when you think about it, some of the things that we are most fearful of, um, all of the fear kind of exists in the future. Doing the actual thing that we are avoiding is not painful. We just live in fear and anticipation of it. But you know, the actual act, the actual task at hand, the mechanics of doing it, the stakes in the moment, a lot of times those aren't very high at all, at least for, not for the smallest, the smallest step necessary to make a difference. So let's look, let's take a look at some of the things that we have in front of us and how well they align. So Alexis says, I'm doing self-care in the form of physical therapy in order to be more productive at work. So doing some self-care and that's aligned with your ability to be productive at work.
So let's take a look. Let's think about it. So Alexis needs to um, needs to go change clothes real quick. <laughs> um, Noble Ancient says with Gamer Shop dishwashing and Armistice Games, my week has events and fixed points in time with game sessions and designing times included. Holes is here. What's happening? Thank you so much for joining us. It's great to have you here. Right now, we're at the point where we're taking a look at our week and looking at how our plans for the week are aligned with our values and unique abilities. Yeah, I missed you too. I miss you too. I know there was a period of time where your streams were like a part of my insomnia cure. I could uh, wake up and catch you live and, you know, just have a chill environment to kind of ease back, ease back to sleep. So shout out to Miss for uh, gifting that sub, gifting subscriptions. If you get one, you know, pay it forward. You know, when you have an opportunity, you can just pay it forward to someone else. That's just as good. So looking at our alignment, Miss says, this week is aligned perfectly. I'm using my natural skill, words, communication, to complete what I need to do, and I'm sharpening my skills too. So that's a great, that's a great way to be. That's a, a recipe for being enthusiastically engaged. When you're doing, when you like really doing your thing for real, right? It's a great recipe for enthusiastic engagement. Tim says, who said I had plans of values? I'm out here winging it, man. What's abilities? Nah. <laughs> nah, I have some adulting to do this week. Probably should put the task on a calendar. Yeah. Hey, yo. Oh, Bomb is perked up, too. What's happening, Bomb? It's good to see you, fam. Let me see. We got a lot of purple in here. We got a lot of purple in here, yo. We got a lot of purple in here. Trees purple again. Man. I guess the next subs only stream is going to be lit. I really appreciate it. Yeah, the subs only streams on Sunday are, are pretty cool. So I'm excited for all of you to be able to join us for the next one. So we're looking at our week. Tim is going to do a little bit of adulting, maybe put the stuff on the calendar. It's like, look at a calendar. Calendar. <laughs> Having a calendar. I mean, of course, we can only act in the moment. But just using a calendar and again, worry on paper. A calendar is a tool that you can use to worry on paper. Um, 
and get it out of your head and into a space where you can actually see it and make sense of it. And just by doing that, a lot of times getting it out in front of you can lower how anxious you feel about what's going on because you you cleared some of that uncertainty. So Rachel's like, I'm slowly closing my eyes. I hear you, Rachel. You're half asleep, but you're here. That's all that matters. We are ultimately seeking alignment as an antidote for our anxiety, for our anxious moments. Recognition of our possibility as an antidote to our worry. SOK is here, welcome in. It's good to see you. We are operating, we're choosing to operate from our imagination Instead of our memories to craft a better future for ourselves, to live into a better possibility for ourselves. And we are choosing challenges that lead to growth and living at cause rather than letting our challenges choose us and be at the mercy of random effects that might take us who knows where and how. So that's been what the conversation has been about today. And I've enjoyed it. I enjoy your contributions and your ideas and the way that, yeah, the way that you've shown up for this. SO came in right on time. So Alexa says, calendars don't work for me. Send under that day. I have anxiety the day that the event is today. Well, I think that when we recognize, I understand with your anxiety, it kind of escalates out of control. So it might feel like as soon as you start down that path of feeling anxious that is going to automatically escalate to full-on panic. Um, so I can understand and appreciate that fear. I also would say that maybe it doesn't happen that way all the time. And when, the, when, it's, when you start to have those feelings, it doesn't necessarily mean that something is wrong. You're having a human experience. And I think a lot of times our feeling that this is not normal kind of escalates everything even further, even faster. So, so this is news t-shirt and sweats that's what we're listening to right now
so here, here we go. I, sometimes like the music that we're listening to, and this is another, another great thing. Uh, the music that we listen to, I actually pay for the licensing to use because we're on all these platforms. So some of it is um, like, I'm not like playing from YouTube or Spotify or anything like that. I'm playing from a specific service that, you know, I pay a subscription and then I can use the music and not get copyright claimed. So that's another thing that your support does. It helps me to be able to create this type of experience everywhere without getting taken down. But there are songs, a lot of the songs um, are also available on other platforms. So if there's one that you like, um, you might be able to find it on Spotify and YouTube as well to support that artist even further. So. So Esso says, I'm gonna commit to trying with bravery, try with bravery. Yeah, effort, make the commitment to make the effort. That's a great, yeah, that's a great starting point. Drunk Awoke is in the building. What's happening, Drunk Awoke? Thank you for being here. We're kind of looking at our week and thinking about the ways that the things that we have planned are aligned with what we really care about, the things that are most important to us. And is there a way that we can set up our time and organize our time so that we have more opportunities to operate in our zone of excellence and accelerate our growth and expand our capacity so that we make a strong case that can be present and in front of us when we face those moments of worry and fear. Because they're gonna come. It's just a matter of how we set ourselves up to navigate that experience. They're gonna come. So let's get ready to go into <coughs> So Drunk Woke says I don't have much on my calendar but sitting at the computer doing payroll. Well, I think that aligns with your values because you want to you know, keep people working for you so that you can continue to grow your business. Your business is important and that's an important part of it. So, you know, there's an alignment there. You might not love it, <laughs> but you understand that you, you've built something and you put yourself in a situation where you can help people take care of their families. Um, and, you know, it's a, it's a beautiful thing to create opportunities for employment and to, you know, provide the services that you provide. I don't know what you provide. <laughs> But I mean, you know, you, you added some value for sure. So Rambo is struggling a little bit, struggling a little bit. Says I make, you know, I make pretty good money and I'm still not happy. He's like, I thought I would be happy at this point. Yeah, being happy is a separate thing. 
So Steve is here from the Hold Up TV. We're going to get ready to go to the next and actually the final official prompt. If y'all are ready, go ahead and drop me a heart in the chat. We're going to zero in a little bit. We talked about looking at the week and we're going to bring it down to some practical things that we can do today. So if y'all ready, let's get ready to get into that. All right, bomb drop some hearts. Maybe y'all are still working on this one. Thank you, Rambo. I appreciate that. I hope to see you again. We're here every morning, so. Maybe we can get ready to ride to work with you. All right, let's take a look here. So what are your one to three essential activities today? What are one to three essential activities? Not nice to do, not maybe, but like this is the important. These are the important things. And I think it's really useful to identify in advance so that you can make sure that if all else fails, so Steve says the audio is amazing on Twitch. How about that, fam? <laughs> it's like, let me. Steve had to check in the over. Oh, Drunko's a GTL. Drunko's got to hit him with that GTL. So Steve went over to Twitch. He's like, show me your ways. How you sounding so good over here, fam? <laughs> Oh man. All right. Rambo says, my three essential activities. The three are loving life, sleeping, and eliminate enemies from your circle. You can't have no squares in your circle. <laughs> Yeah, I think it is important to, you know, watch watch who you're spending your time with. Watch who you are, you know, the people who are around you. What, what's, what are they bringing? Don't let folk hang. Don't let them. Don't don't let them drag you down. That's right. So, so Alexis, Alexis says, call insurance to get a ride to my PT appointment Wednesday, pick up my business casual clothes for work Thursday, and laundry and dishes, laundry and dishes. Rambo says, don't let people drag you down, especially if you're succeeding, because jealousy, yo, them haters. Everybody don't want to see you win, despite the fact, you know, evidence to the contrary. They don't want to see you win. So Noble Ancient says that I want to spend time with Alexis, work hard at BJ's, find building time at some point today. Get some time to build. All right. 
Rebecca says, I'm going to nurse this hangover. That's it. <laughs> I got to deal with this hangover. Rebecca, why are you drunk? Well, why are you hungover? So for drunkless, I'm going to, I got to ride, do dishes and laundry. One out of three ain't bad. You're not going to hit the gym. You're not going to tan, but you're going to do some laundry. Oh, 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 that was for Alexis. I'm sorry, no mind my business. So Miss says, I need to send out an email this morning. Cook and eat. Cook and eat. Clean and do laundry. There we go. You trying to be healthy. And in a good situation, you know, healthy and clean and comfortable. So identifying those essential activities and recognizing that when you get those things done, I, I mean, we, we operate under this false belief that you can get it all done. Everything, you know, that you can just knock everything out in a day. And, Living in that illusion can be so damaging to our mental health and we can easily get overwhelmed by all the things that are available as options for us to get involved with. We take stuff uh, we take stuff on that we don't need to take on and we add stress to our life that is not in any way aligned with what matters to us. But there we are. It's on our plate and we worried about it now, you know? So identifying those one to three essential things that if you do these things, you will have taken care of the most important. You have you will have gone the furthest distance in making the day a great day. And then the other stuff will be all right, you know? So identifying those one to three things and you know, making sure that we have space for those. And then, you know, try to relax. <laughs> you know, it could be that those big things, those essential things, they might require a lot of effort and energy. And sometimes we don't do the important things because they seem too difficult. So a lot of times we'll occupy ourselves with secondary, um, secondary activities, busy work, Stuff that don't need to be done, or at least need, don't need to be done by us, we'll run to that type of stuff instead of doing the most important things. Um, and we just let those important things loom. And we can look back at our day and see a whole bunch of, you know, things checked off of a box. But we, you know, we've been defaulting to prioritizing the easy. Don't prioritize the easy. Prioritize the essential, whether it's easy or hard, and then watch how things work. <laughs> We're busy enough. We don't need to be more busy. We need to be more effective, and we are more effective by prioritizing the essential. Does that make sense? So as you envision what those three, one to three things, because if they are really significant, um, 
if there are really significant things that are moving the needle for you, and we're going to talk about that in tomorrow's session, but you know, if you pick the things that are really aligned and moving the needle for you, you don't have to do a whole bunch of different things. You just have to really put a lot of energy into the things that make the most difference. Rambo sending blessings to those who seek relaxation. It's definitely um, necessary to recharge and, you know, try to find some peace. Uh, I think that a lot of us have things that we are creating. And as creative people, we also have to make sure that the reason why we are resting is not just to exist in a permanent state of leisure. Is because we feel compelled to bring something into the world because we feel um, in debt for the gifts that we have. You know, it's like I, I got all this stuff that I could do. I have all these ideas that can make my life and the life of other people better. So, you know, maybe the world needs for me to be the best version of myself. You know, not just for me, but like there's a lot of people out there that need stuff and I got it. So it's selfish of me to not be more of what's possible for me. So let me take care of myself. Let me get on my job. So Tim says, the three essential things to work out, which is done, hydrate, and then gather information for my plans for the week and put them on a calendar. So just kind of getting organized, like taking it, getting a handle on things. Because it's hard to know what's essential when you don't even know what your options are. Rambo says, I struggle to find peace every day. More problems arrive. Life is a dream and a nightmare. I'm just going to ride it out. Welcome in, Stoner. Thank you for joining us. You're coming in at the end with the, with some interesting energy. I encourage you to take a couple moments, kind of get a feel for what's going on in here, and see if uh, this is the type of vibe that can help you start your day or end it. Stoner came in. There's a full roster of hitters in here, Stoner. So, I mean, we stacked. <laughs> so, yeah. Stoner rocking, rocking that sativa high. He need to be locked in the couch. <laughs> We're coming down to the last few minutes of the stream. And I guess, and I guess um, we're gonna spend the last 10 minutes or so exclusive in the VIP. Um, but if you've enjoyed hanging out with us, 
We do this every Monday through Friday, starting at 6 a.m. And uh, yeah, you can catch us in all the places. We're we're live on YouTube, Facebook, Twitch, Twitter, LinkedIn. You know, we out there. So if you've enjoyed being here and you want to join us live and be a part of the conversation, I invite you Monday through Friday, 6 a.m. Eastern time. We are here. Also, I invite you to join the Morning Journal newsletter. It's free to subscribe. If you think that some of this um, structured introspection, as Esso calls it, would be of value to you, then go ahead and, and uh, subscribe and we'll deliver some prompts and a little bit of commentary right to your inbox. Um, also, thank you for listening on Spotify and Apple Podcast. Ratings and reviews are so helpful there. So if you've made it to this point, you like us, you know you liked it. So go ahead on and let the world know. Drop us a five-star review. And yeah, get, let people know what to expect when they, when they join us for Morning Journal. All right. With that said, thank you all for watching and listening. We got about 10 minutes left. We're going to hang out with our friends in the VIP for this last bit. But I'll see you all tomorrow if you're watching. And uh, yeah, peace out. All right, how about that? <laughs>